Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football rankings, debates, dad stuff with your host, Justin Williams and Matt Renshaw. And welcome everyone to this edition of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. I am your host, Justin Williams, and with me as always, my good friend, Matt Renshaw. Matt. How are you this fine December 1st afternoon? Dude, it is like 60 degrees on December 1st. In the Midwest. In the Midwest. Yes, in we're not the in Midwest. Arizona or Florida or anything. Where we enjoy Tornado. all four seasons in one week. It's true. Sometimes in a day. Sometimes in a day. You're not wrong. Yeah, I heard it's supposed to be like 70 degrees sometime tomorrow. That's nuts. Yeah. Where's the snow? Oh, don't say that. Where is it? Don't say that. You're going to get it. Are we? Yes. In like February? Winters are winters here are usually brutal. Sometimes they're short, but they're brutal. Brutal. Like Cam Newton last Sunday? Yes. Brutal? Or- Much worse. Before we talk about Cam Newton, though, we need to remind everybody, we are brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. That is right. And boy, oh boy, Matt. Boy, oh boy. I don't know about you, but I've been busy as hell. I said that two weeks ago, Cam is trash. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, you've been busy. Very busy. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. Uh, Lots of stuff. This weekend, we have a football tournament. We got to take the boy to his last football tournament for the year. Yeah, another one. This one's in Kansas City. Another and one. I, we are actually going to be, after the tournament, we are going to be at the Kansas City Chiefs and Broncos game on Sunday night football. Nice. Are you wearing your, your Demarius Thomas jersey? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because Kansas City fans are dicks. Are terrible <laughs> people. They are awful. <laughs> Yeah. Gosh, they're mean. Yeah, whatever. Midwestern values, not in Kansas City. Arrowhead I just don't Stadium. get being like really mean as an as a fan of an NFL team. College, I kind of get college. NFL, really? don't get it. I don't get. I don't get either one of them. Whatever. There's a, like lot, more pr- there's a lot more pride in college ball, so I, I think it makes a little bit more sense. The players are much more prideful. They pay. Some of them pay to be there. Their, their bloodline, sometimes their, their dads went to the same school, their mom, their, their mama's mama, their mama's mama's mama. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. But NFL? The NFL don't give a shit. I don't <laughs> the get, NFL's a business, get, man. I don't get Kansas City fans being rude. I think, I think all the NFL fans have like that, that base, some of that base is just, they don't get it. They're like diehards. Like, can you believe people bought stock for the Green Bay Packers? Stupid. I know it happens every so year. So dumb. They bought ownership of what a genius. Three hundred dollars for a sheet of paper. Buck. Oh my gosh, <laughs> three hundred bucks. I can print you out a sheet of paper too, guys. It's okay. Just stupid. Give me a hundred bucks and I'll kick you in the nuts, just like the Packers. I can't imagine how many schmucks paid for that. Yeah, <laughs> I know a few. Like they have to limit it. They limit it every year. They have to put a limit on it because otherwise, too many schmucks would pay three hundred bucks. Well, they, the paper price is too expensive because yeah. they're not. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. We only bought one box of paper. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' toe is broke, and we can't afford new paper. I just don't. I don't. Get Do they it. use yellow paper? Like, don't get me wrong. I've spent money on stupid stuff. But that is. I bet you could find a copy of the stock, print it off online, frame it, and it is worth just as much as the $300 ones that people bought. So, can they turn around? Can they sell that stock then? I doubt. I don't know. Good question. Right? I mean, it, does it go up in value? Say, I don't know. Your piece of paper? I don't know. Do you no have, idea. like, they don't have a stockholders meeting? If it doesn't go up and down, like price-wise, then I don't see how it's a stock. It's, it's not more like stock. a donation, if you ask is me. Is it stock or is it ownership? Like they're part I, I, My understanding was it was it was a share of ownership. 
maybe it's just shared in a different sense, I guess. Yeah. You just donate your money for them to not get wide receivers for Aaron Rodgers. I just love all the people that are like, got it and online are just like, wow, I own a piece of the Green Bay Packers. Cool. What decisions do you get to make? <laughs> <laughs> I get to decide where I hang this piece of paper in my house. Like you would think they would do like a Zoom call once a year or something with all those oh, shareholders. Gosh. You know what I mean? Aaron okay, Rodgers guys. has done more for his fans than the Green Bay Packers have. Didn't he give out like Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. Here's your piece of paper. Whatever. Yeah. So Chiefs fans are dicks. Green anyway, Bay Packers, so you're going. <laughs> Packer fans are idiots. Got what it. else do we make mad today? Um, Cowboy fans are delusional. We got oh that. God. That's been that's a thing that, for a while. Yeah. What are we doing? Bills Good thing we're in the East. Drunks. Jumping through going, tables and shit. Just going through your friends. Portland, well, Oregon people just, just, just hate I got life. 32 teams. I got to come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we're going to be there for Sunday Night Football, and I'm pretty much locking myself into getting my ass kicked now. Uh, <laughs> Taking the kid, too. Uh, he'll be fine. He's got a killer left hook. And then uh, He's your lead blocker. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, then tomorrow I, I got to be the host of our local association's uh, inaugural. So I got to talk, talk on a microphone there and, you know, kiss some hands, shake some babies. I don't know. You I'm got it. Not sure you got that, right? Yeah. Then I got, I just got invited to a, uh, I got invited back to Vegas for a bachelor party and the, the text message, um, it was a text message invite to, for, to a whole group of us. And uh, let's see, how did it end? Oh yeah. Um, it gives you the dates and Vegas, yada, yada, yada. And the, uh, the last sentence is let's get fucked up and die. So that'll be fun. Wow. Alcohol poisoning is in my future. But anyways, it's enough about me. Yeah. So my life is not as crazy as that. Boy, that was crazy. That's pretty. So that's pretty nuts. I have. Uh, I have taken up like handymanism. I've like done a cool a bunch of stuff in my new house. Like um, hung a bunch of stuff, fixed stuff, fixing sinks, fixing toilets. Hanging projects, building shelves. Fix some toilets. Yeah, I had to fix. I fixed two of our toilets. The house we bought, gosh, our agent is an idiot. <laughs> got us into this piece of trash house. Yeah. Um, there's just been, it's just been thing after thing after thing. Um, so I've, I've been fixing them. I mean, the toilets. And these people that lived here had, there was dog hair literally everywhere. And dog urine on the carpet and whatnot. And um, we knew that going in, they offered to pay for professional cleaning. And then they gave us a, an amount to uh, replace the carpet, which we knew we were going to do. But there was dog hair literally everywhere in this place. So then we talked to the neighbors, right? And we're like, hey, they had a dog, huh? And they're like, they haven't had a dog for three years. What? Yeah. It's just yeah, so like, like some hairy baby rolling around there or what? There, no, because we took the carpet out and the carpet was stained yellow and still wet in some places. Ugh. Yeah. So, yes, it's been. But the fact that they're, they're like, there hasn't been a dog here in three years. I was like, I found dog hair in the refrigerator. Like, that's how gross Ugh. these people were. Yeah. They didn't do anything. They lived there for 12 years, didn't do any updates, didn't do any. It's just been, it's been, a, so I've been fixing a bunch of stuff, but it's been kind of cool. I really enjoyed I found something else that I enjoy doing. Handies. Handies. I'm a, I'm a handy. You like, you like giving handies. I love it. I like, That's I like good doing for handies you, around the house. Yeah. So proud of you. That's right. Finally found my passion of yep. handies. Handy man. Left handies, right handies, free handies. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Handies. Whatever you need, I can do it. You're the best handy I know, Matt. Oh, you wouldn't know. Oh, oh my. On that note. Yeah. What are we talking about? Toes? Feet? We're going to talk about Panthers. COVID? Actually, so oh, they have Panthers. paws. They don't have toes. They have paws. I said Tovid. Rogers, toes, COVID? Panthers. 
Oh, he's back on the bench. Meow. Trash. Well, we're before I don't want to I don't want to start with Cam. That's way too trash. Way too small fry right now. Let's talk about how the Panthers place Christian McCaffrey on injured reserve. They ruled him out the uh, that this actually rules him out for the entirety of the season. Uh, McCaffrey has already been on injured reserve once because uh, of his hammy. And when you put a player on the injured reserve twice, that's just that's it. You're kaput. Your season's over. Doesn't matter. And uh, well. Here we are. This is an ankle injury this time. Um, McCaffrey mm. suffered his ankle injury in his fourth game back from his hammy issue. Uh, he appeared to roll his ankle in the first half of his Week 12 game versus the Dolphins, and he didn't return in the second half. Uh, let's see here. ESPN's David Newton, probably. No probably. relation to Cam Newton, by the way. I looked into it. Uh, added that he won't need surgery and that he uh, should be ready for the 2022 season. Now, Mr. No. Bird, Chubba Hubba uh, averaged 21 touches for 83 yards in his five starts earlier this year. Um, he's going to slot in as a volume-based running back two once the Panthers return from their bye, according to rotoworld.com. Stop rotoing. Start NBC Sports edging. McCaffrey's season ends with 442 rushing yards and 343 receiving yards across seven games. Hashtag dad stat. McCaffrey played just 10 games over the past 10, or excuse me, over the past two years. I was going to say 10 years. When are we so going to start games trashing on seasons, Matt, Not exactly what you want from a guy who was being drafted. 101, two years in a row. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Stop it. So uh, I, I was on Twitter and a, a very heated discussion came up. I don't understand it. Superflex League, 14 team, Justin. Who yeah. would you rather have, Christian McCaffrey nope. or, or Mac Jones? Oh, Superflex? Superflex, 14 Easy. team. Mac Daddy. Easy. Thank you. People are like, Easy. oh my gosh, how, how could you? Mac Jones is just a QB2. And Christian McCaffrey has been an RB nothing the last two years. <laughs> I'll take a 23-year-old dynasty QB2 with QB1 upside every day. Yeah, a walking IR designation is what Christian yes. McCaffrey's been. Stop it. And if that doesn't show you that, like, don't pay running backs like NFL teams have done, like, sell them. Three years. I'm on board with your strategy of getting rid of running backs and, and finding oh, replacements I, for them. I, don't, I know it's sell low. I know it's sell low. But sell low. On McCaffrey? Yes. There are people the, – uh, There, uh, one of our sponsors uh, threw out a tweet, and, and McCaffrey was winning like 67 to 33%. Let him. I'm like, you've got to I, I will. Kidding. I will gladly – I don't have any shares of CMC. I, I will, will sell McCaffrey sell for Mac Jones in a heartbeat. I wouldn't pay a dime for CMC. I wouldn't give up a second. I know that doesn't get him in most leagues. I wouldn't no. give up a second for him. Like, there, I'm not going to have any shares of CMC. I would give up a second for him, but no. nope, 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 nope. nope. I, I would absolutely trade him for Mac Jones in a 14 team super flex league. Thank you. I, I would think, be so excited. I think where the question lies, though, though, Matt, is how's this all going to shake out when it comes time for startup season, you know, this, this summer? Where are you taking him? That's my thing. I, I don't know. He's out I'm of not, the first round conversation. I'm not taking him. He's I'm out of the first round conversation, him. right? Yes. Is he in the second round conversation of a startup? A twelve? I'm not startup? touching him in the second round. Third round? Okay, I'll consider it. I know I'm crazy. I'm not doing it. He's just not going to make it that far. That's the thing, because There's he's going to be. Some... You're going to hear all the all the reports. Oh, he's healthy now. He's ready to go. He's going to start the season. Dude, it's been two years in a row Third for a running years back. Of charm, I guess for a running back. It's not a wide receiver. It's different. But how killer of value is that? Is he going to be at the start of the second round on the turn? You get a You're nice take him at the young start of round two? back there, maybe he's a wide 25, receiver. 25, 26? He's getting up. I'm not, I mean, that's he, not, he got, he got, he has time. He three has time. years. I'm just saying, I'm talking myself into it. You shouldn't. Somebody like, asked me, I like what him court? at the end of the first, top of the second. In oh a startup, gosh. you can do much worse. No, thank you. Nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. Not falling for it again. Not falling for it. 
So you, you won't do that, but you'll. Somebody you'll asked me what quarterback game. I would take over McCaffrey. And my response was all of them. Ezekiel Elliott was a full participant for Tuesday's practice. Elliott this is, is such a weird story. Elliott is fully expected to play and handle a serious load. Jerry Jones, he's probably handy too. On Thursday night, since that what interim head coach Jerry Jones has already decided. Uh, Zeke's ensuing production on those touches is a mystery. Matt, first question. Have you ever handled a serious load? No. Press X for doubt. Um, <laughs> F for respect. Pay, F to pay respect. So Ezekiel Elliott. I know you're you're a longtime fan. I am. Dude's a running back one. Statistically, Still. statistically, he is. I'm sorry. Do I, we play fantasy based on non-statistics or statistics? No, no, you're right. You're right. But as a Cowboy fan, I have to ask. When you watch Tony Pollard play, mm-hmm. and then you watch Zeke get you 25 rushing yards, 32 rushing yards, 41 rushing yards, 51, 50, 69. Is there a piece of you that's just kind of rooting for Pollard to get the ball a little bit more? No, because Tony Pollard's not a running back one. He's a complimentary running back. When he's got the opportunity to be the the guy, he hasn't done anything. People are so quick to forget that last year he didn't do anything. He had a a stretch where he was the guy for three or four games and did nothing. So he said when he gets his opportunity, he's not the guy, right? He He doesn't play like he's the guy. Yeah, he got an opportunity last year and didn't put up running back one or running back two numbers. So Zeke had nine carries against the Raiders and had yes. 25 yards. That's 2.8 yep. yards per carry. Yeah. Okay. That's just one game. Okay. Kay. The week before he played the Chiefs, he had nine carries and got 32 yards rushing. Yep. That's 3.6 yards per carry. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, that's I know where you're going. That's good. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then the week before that, he played the Falcons. He got 14 carries. Right. 41 yards, 2.9 yards per carry. Yep. Am I crazy for thinking maybe Zeke's not like as good as I don't know his ranking is right now? He's hurt. Oh, playing hurt. hurt. He's gonna play this week. It sounds like with a very large load, serious load. Sorry, serious load. The difference between those two, not a large load, a serious load. No, but I'm not. You asked about Pollard. I know. I did. I did. I, I just I just think Zeke's maybe, numbers are down. Yes, I just and think he's Zeke still an RB one. <laughs> You've hated on Zeke since we started this. No, it's that's not true. That's not true. I, I think this the past couple seasons. I think we're we're really overvaluing what Zeke does. Is he capable of having huge weeks? Absolutely, monster. But should he be the like bell cow running back of the Dallas Cowboys? No, not with Tony Pollard's active. Oh, gosh. Tony Pollard's not the guy. He's a complimentary piece. Okay. He's a good complimentary piece. I'm not going to knock I, him. I hope, I hope Pollard, like, eventually gets his time. Like This is a, like the Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook conversation. Madison's yeah. done had one good game in the three years that he's been behind Cook. Yeah. And it was this year. Yeah. Whatever. Cardinals head coach... Cliff Kingsbury, so that he's hopeful Tyler or Kyler Murray, Jesus, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins can play in week 13 against the Bears. Fancy uh, managers whose teams have tanked without Murray and Hopkins also hope Arizona superstars can finally return to action against Chicago. Kingsbury probably said that he wouldn't be able to say for sure if he can return until he sees Hopkins and Murray practice in the coming days. Murray and Hopkins have been sidelined since the Cardinals week eight loss to the Packers Uh, before his ankle injury. Murray was the fantasy's sixth highest scoring quarterback um, and uh, NBC sports edge considers him to be a mid range QB one. If he is a full go against the bears team really kind of got a lot less dangerous with uh, without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, who would have thought. Colt McCoy tore it up two weeks ago. Colt McCoy. Then he got hurt. Yeah, well. Colt McCoy doing Colt McCoy things. Hey, he had a good week, okay? 
Lions coach Dan Campbell said it's hard to say that you'd see DeAndre Swift playing in week 13 against the Vikes. Swift suffered a shoulder shoulder sprain on Thanksgiving against the Bears and was unable to return to the game. He was later referred to as day to day. Campbell's comments make the issue sound more likely a week-to-week concern, so fantasy managers should start planning to be without Swift for at least one week. Jamal Williams saw 20 touches with Swift going down early, and he posted 83 yards on the large workload and projects for a similar role versus the Vikings. What says you, Matt? What do you think of Jamal Williams this week? I don't think Swift's going to play again this year. There's no reason to rush him back. They're winless. What are you playing for? I hope he comes back. He's great. He looks awesome. Uh, but Williams is a mid-range RB2 from here on out. There's no one there to take carries from him. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. They didn't sign anybody. Adrian Peterson's not coming back. No. But the, yeah, it's just the problem is that how many – like what kind of script are the Lions going to have to have to where they're running? Well, they the gave ball. him 20 carries after Swift left. Yeah. 20 touches, sorry, not carries. I would have no problem as a contender trading a second round pick for Williams if your trade deadline hasn't passed. I don't hate that at all. I think a second round pick for a contender is a great deal. Great deal. The Athletics' Chad Graff probably said the Vikings should lead more heavily on Kirk Cousins and the team passing offense with Dalvin Cook sidelined for at least the next two games. Graff suggested it's time for the team to let Cousins cook in an offense that should be more pass heavy without Dalvin. Uh, It's unquestioned offensive centerpiece uh, is Dalvin Cook, but now he's gone. So we got head coach Mike Zimmer, who has long advocated for a balanced offense, um, and that's reflected in the Vikings' rank of 23rd in pass frequency in neutral situations this year. So, Matt, I guess I I only bring the story up because I just want to kind of get your take. Kirk Cousins is one of those guys where he's always just kind of middle of the road, it feels like. He has a couple of good weeks. He has a couple of bad weeks, but – where are you on Kirk Cousins the rest of the way? He's a quarterback one. Yeah, I think so too. Easy. I mean, easy. He was a quarterback one before this. Oh. Now, if, if, if Madison can tell him where the center is and not the right guard, that will <laughs> definitely help. But for fantasy purposes, yeah. So you're buying Absolutely. in. You're, you're, you're all in on, on I was Kirk in on Cousins him before. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think this changes anything. They've – They've started to feed the ball to Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen is due for a fall off here shortly. So, we're like wanna, twelve wanna, weeks into the season. Are we, you want to do this? Thirteen weeks. You want to do this? Let's just do. I'm not doing this Dude, with you again. We do this like three year. times a year. It's Adam Thielen. He he wins our award for falling off every single year. So it he's means a good wide receiver this well for like two thirds of the year. He's done so well this far, and that, that just that's just, it doesn't mean anything because he might have a couple bad games at the end of the year. So nothing Every that happens year. now matters if they don't do anything decent week 14 through 16. No, he's 17. great. He's he's great for two-thirds of the year. Every it, For three years, he's done it, Justin. Three years. Just like Zeke's been a running back one for three years. Consistent. So getting, getting you to the playoffs, irrelevant. Is that how you play? Is that how you play fantasy? I just want to get to the playoffs. I don't want to win. Fantasy football is about two seasons. You know that. Yeah. Season one is just getting to the playoffs. And then right. it's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother season. Everything's reset. One loss, you're out. Right. Adam Thielen's great for getting you there and letting you down once you get there. <laughs> so stupid. Well, so there's stupid. stats to back that up. It, just I hope because he breaks it's happened, out. Just because that it's fun. happened before doesn't mean that that's like a thing for him. Does that make sense? Like you can't you can't bank on that happening. You can't? No. So why do you hate Zeke? I just told you why. I just listed three game, three straight games where he's he's producing three yards or less per carry. Oh, so three and games. And then they have a backup okay that's better than it, he But is. not three years. I'm not going to go through three years of Zeke. No, no, no. Carries. What I'm saying is Adam Thielen falls off. It's fallen off the last three years. But, Every year, falls off at the end. But Matt, that's... The... It's not like his body just decides, ah, oh, it's the last three weeks of the fantasy football season. Fuck it. Like, like it's not <laughs> like that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's I wish that's how our bodies work. That would be great. <laughs> there's nothing, it's nothing that he can, it's not like a it's something that he can't do or can't accomplish. It's just like it's coincidence. That's what it that's, is. That's a pretty big coincidence. 
three years in a row. I hope he does well. I hope he finishes great and, and you, wins you, you your that. fantasy playoffs. <laughs> Adam Thielen, I know you listen. I'm telling you, I want you to do well. I just don't think you will. Full of shit. I like sneaky athletic wide receivers. I hope he does well. One of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Legitimately. How's he underrated? He's one of the most underrated, underappreciated wide receivers in the NFL. You appreciate him for everyone. What? You appreciate him for everyone. Like you get his appreciation up there because you overappreciate him. Top seven wide receiver in the NFL. Shut your face. Yep. You're lying. You don't. Top my head. Top my head. Without sitting down and writing a list. Top seven. Oh, that's it. Oh, top of my head, he's top one because I can't think of any other wide receivers. No, top seven. I'm going to stand next to the top seven. Oh, my gosh. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is, is better than Adam Thielen. No problem. Hopkins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> like, okay, so, like, the way I think of he's it. He's not even the best receiver on his team. The way I think of it, I got one game. I got to play one game. And I gotta take. I gotta rate these wide receivers for one game. I think I take Adam Thielen. Oh my gosh! Okay, for one game, but is the game like week two or three <laughs> or week fifteen or sixteen? That's fair. <laughs> Raiders oh. coach Rick uh, Bassia. What's that guy's name? <laughs> I want to see you butcher it. <laughs> Raiders coach Rich. Bayaka, <laughs> probably said the Darren Waller head coach said Darren Waller <laughs> said Darren Waller is considered week to week. Waller suffered a strained IT band in the Raiders Thanksgiving loss to the Cowboys. Foster Morale, Moro is it Moro? Moro, it's Moro. I know that one. Morale, Foster, Foster Morale looks likely to draw his second start of the year in week 13. Las Vegas takes on a struggling Washington defense. Uh, team morale up for a tight end one outing. Uh, he's played on 100%, or actually, he played 100% of the Raiders' snaps and posted a six for 60 and a touch line in his previous start. Um, green light, I guess, right? I mean, no tight end is such a wasteland. I mean, Kyle Pitts is a top five tight end right now, and he hasn't had a red zone target since week four. So he's doing it all on catches and yards, man. No touchdowns. I know. But I saw he's on pace to break Mike Ditka's record. Yeah, see? When Mike Ditka played in 14 games and Pitts plays in 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. But then again, like all these other guys have had 16 games to do it too, and they haven't been able to do it. It's true. That's my argument. Panthers head coach Matt Rule said Cam Newton will remain the team's starting quarterback in week 14. Rule said Yankee Newton in second half. Of the uh, of the Panthers' lopsided man yanking Newton, serious loads. There's something going on over there at Andy NBC man. Sports Edge. Breaking news: Cam is still trash. Yeah, yeah. So Cam Newton having a rough season. Uh, their uh, coach Matt Rule is saying that uh, they pulled him just for precautionary. Uh, just didn't think it was right to see him get hit. So PJ Walker, sorry. PJ Walker, you go get hit, man. If you're PJ Walker's mama. Man, that's got to make you mad. It's funny because Matt Rule was P.J. Walker's college coach. Got to make you mad. Um, Newton, who has lost 10 straight starts for the Panthers dating back to 2019. I love that stat. <laughs> has completed five of 21 pass. Well, had completed five of 21 pass attempts for 92 yards and two picks before watching the fourth quarter from the sideline. Uh, Cam will likely get the start for Carolina as long as he's healthy even when the team is inevitably eliminated from playoff contention. Why? Yeah. Why? Deshaun Watson to Carolina has, is happening, right? Oh, they got to do something. I mean, tough couple of years for Cam Newton, really. Cam Newton is trash. Stop it. I think so, too. I think we're done there. He's been trash for a while. Yeah. Superman found kryptonite. The NFL, the NFL Network's Tom Pelissaro probably reports that Danny Dimes suffered a strained neck in Sunday's win over the Eagles and is unlikely to start week 13 against the Dolphins. 
Ouch. This explains why the Giants poached Jake Fromm from the uh, Bills practice squad earlier Tuesday. Uh, Jones' injury occurred on the second play from scrimmage in Week 12 when he was hit on the side. Uh, He finished the game on Sunday, but should be considered week-to-week while he recovers. Mike Glennon is now poised to start against the Dolphins' resurgent defense from Fromm, well, with Fromm, serving as the backup. Mike Glennon, that's a name we haven't heard for a while. How selfish is Mike Glennon? Selfish? He has enough neck to spare to give That's Danny true. Dimes some help. That's a good one. That's a really good line. <laughs> Mike Glennon looks like a giraffe. It's true. G Very is for true. giraffe or Glennon. Both the same and are acceptable. Wasn't Mike Glennon in the same draft? Well, um, Mike Glennon was supposed to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneer starter. Yeah, just terrible. And then was trash. Yeah. Forever backup. Bad teams. Mark Ingram was a full participant for Tuesday's practice. Ingram logging back-to-back full participation is expected to play and have a higher ceiling than usual since the Saints could reportedly choose to limit Alvin Kamara in his first game back in three weeks. Um, Ingram averaged 11 touches behind Kamara in the duo's first two contests together, but is likely eyeing 15 touches as a low-end running back two on Thursday. Matt, Thursday night football, I know you're not a fan. Where are you on Mark Ingram? Have Ingram and Kamara played in a game together? Kamara's missed three weeks. They did. Yeah, I just said uh, Ingram averaged 11 touches behind Kamara in the duo's first two contests together. Yeah. I don't know. Thursday night, it's it's a weird running back week because Zeke's getting a serious load and Kamara's coming back. You're handing out handies. Coming back. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, what do you do? Like, I hate Thursday night games, but as someone who has Kamara and Zeke, like, what do you do? And Taysom Hill could probably potentially be starting, which that limits the rushing upside of your running backs. Right. It's gross. But Ingram, I mean, Ingram's for a while now has just been the guy that you're just hoping he scores. Yeah. Touchdown dependent. He's a, he's a threat to score every game. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of what you need. So is Kamara. Well, Kamara is not only a threat to score. Kamara is a threat to have a hundred yards, you know, from line of scrimmage and two scores, three scores. Like yeah. Kamara could Ingram have a huge goal line back. Mark Ingram is not going to have a, a three touchdown day. You know what but I mean? But Mark Ingram is the leading rusher in Saints history. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's what like ten years as a Saint gets you, I guess. Yeah, compiler. He's a compiler. Yeah. Should have been Ricky Williams. Should have been right. Ricky. Gosh. Hey, uh, I have some breaking running back news. Uh oh. Your boy, Adrian Peterson. Oh, yeah. Where'd he sign? Signed a contract mm-hmm. with the Seattle Seahawks. With Chris Carson out for the year, right? Yeah. And Alex Collins, the line dancing Irishman, mm-hmm. um, sucking. And right. DJ Dallas has looked okay. So, mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson, league winner? Question mark. Got to be one of these guys, Matt. It happens every year. <laughs> Dontrell Hilliard, league winner? Question mark. Maybe it might be. He could be. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni probably so Jalen Hurts is nursing a sore ankle, but he is hopeful that Hurts will play in Week 13 against the Jets. Stop it. Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Sirianni noted that. They will have more information on Hertz status on Wednesday. Hertz finished the game on Sunday, but posted one of his worst outings of the year, passing for just 129 yards while tossing the interception. The Eagles get their buy buy in week 14, so it's possible that Hertz is given the week off to ensure he is healthy to close out the season. Gardner, I choose you, Minshew. Would draw the start in his place. Uh, Philly would continue to lean on the ground game with Hertz out, making Minshew a low-end quarterback two if he gets the nod against New York, according to NBC Sports Edge.com. Minshew, give me the Minshew. Give me all of the Minshew. Top 12 quarterback if he starts. 
So you are you're fading. Oh the my god, Minshew low end QB two talk. I love Gardner Minshew. I despise Jalen Hurts. This is like, I hope Minshew starts because in Philly, if Minshew starts and wins, they're done with Hurts. Done. Gardner Minshew strikes me as a fellow where like he's going to be motivated as all hell. If he comes out with the mullet and the stash, it's over. Like, it's over. He's just like, get me out of this fucking town. Put Jalen Hurts <laughs> at running back. Man, I'm and, and I put hate that, but I don't Jaylen know. Jalen Rager on the streets. I fading Gardner Minshew seems like a really, really bad idea if he's the starter. For like he he knows it might be one game. It's his chance to make a paycheck this season. And offseason. he's shined before. Like, yeah. don't act like he's some scrub. He's not Mike Glennon. Right. Neck. Right. Like Minshew was has had good seasons. Like, yeah, Minshew is going to force the ball. He is going to do whatever he wants to. He's going to throw the ball over those mountains in Philly. That's your goddamn right. He is. He's going to be calling all sorts of audibles too. Gosh, I'm I'm here for it. I would that would make the Eagles watchable. Quarterback draw. I don't care. We're going to get this. It's, it's third and one. Quarterback draw. <laughs> give me um, my uh, give me my red man, and we are going to go. We had a Laquan Treadwell sighting, by the way. Oh, oh, this guy. Laquan Treadwell played 63 of 73 snaps week 12 against the Falcons. The, that number was second most amongst wide receivers and 10 more than LaVisca Chenault. Treadwell did Chenault did send that, like, blonde chick over to Urban Meyer? Like, is that why he's <laughs> in the doghouse? Stop it. Treadwell did, did end up with one fewer target than Chenault. Uh, but he led the team with 53 receiving yards. Uh, I'll say it again. He led the, led team, the team with yeah. 53 receiving yards. The, this passing game is not good enough to chase any of the options, but the usage is at least noteworthy. Matt is Laquan Treadwell, the next Cordero Patterson. <laughs> <sighs> no. No, he's not. No. Oh, damn. Like, Urban, what's Urban? I don't know. Why is he not leaving? Like, go away. You tried and failed miserably. Is he's bad. Treadwell to the moon. Oh, gosh. To you, the moon. I, him and Nikhil Harry together. God, I wish I cannot believe Nikhil Harry didn't work out. It's not over. I know it's not over, but I just can't. I, I people, really would have thought he would have had much more of an People impact still think Corey Davis is good. Oof, that's true. It's true. I mean, maybe it takes a change of scenery. Jaguars, again, they placed Dan Arnold on injured reserve. Arnold could technically return in week 16, but reportedly facing Why? a four to six, four to six weekly week recovery from an MCL sprain. It is more likely his season is over. Acquired via a trade with the Panthers early in the season, Arnold established himself as a primary cast pass catcher, cast patcher. As a primary yes. pass catcher in a putrid Jaguars offense, catching 28 passes for 324 yards in eight games. Jacksonville has a lot of questions to answer in the offseason, but Arnold looks like he can at least play a role once the offense gets turned around. Matt, Dan Arnold, I know it's not a sexy name, but do you have any idea where you're going to be valuing him this offseason? I like Dan Arnold, hmm. which is weird to say, but tight ends a wasteland. We've, we've, Definitely covered that, but the guy was doing well when he was healthy. Um, if if Urban's coming back, they traded for him. Um, they did draft a tight end in this past this past draft, but he's a blocking tight end, James O'Shaughnessy. He should be an Irish line dancer. That's right. Um, so, I, yeah, if you can pick up Arnold super cheap, yeah, I mean third round pick, stash him on your IR, tight end premium leagues, absolutely. Even in one tight end leagues, he's probably on the free agent wire. He's he's rostered under 50% of leagues. Future renegade, Daniel Arnold. Daniel Arnold. Yeah, he just seems like a really popular, like, streaming guy in the future. To me. Yeah, yeah, he has been. I mean, the one week that I started him, of course, he put up zero. But the two weeks prior, he was getting peppered with targets. And since Urban Meyer doesn't want to give his wide receivers targets, I'll take the tight end targets. 
build that chemistry with T Law. Yeah, do something. Yeah, do something. Man, I thought it was a. I, I was. Uh, I have a gambling problem, so I was on DraftKings.com. Go ahead. Stop. I don't know who's who's their rival. I live in a state where I can't DFS. Justin, help oh, me. Shit. I have no idea. Oh yeah, Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. So who's Ricketts their rival? Dick. I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a slogan up, but. Governor Ricketts, baby. Who's DraftKings rival? Oh, uh, FanDuel. So you want to set me up again? Yes, yes, I will. <clears throat> uh, so Matt, I have a gambling problem, so I was checking out DraftKings.com. Stop using stupid FanDuel. Go with the Kings. I don't know. That was bad. That was that terrible. Was terrible. You had me that set was... you up for that. I did. I couldn't think of how to incorporate. I knew I wanted to go with like Kings and like Crown, like Draft Kings, but I didn't know how to in FanDuel. Anyways, so I was checking out their Super Bowl odds. I thought it'd be fun to share that with you on the show because I don't have any. I love Super Bowl odds. So your favorites, your favorites for the uh, for the Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl winner are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus five hundred. For those unfamiliar, that means you get five times whatever you bet. They're not coming out of the NFC. The second biggest favorite is the Chiefs at plus 700. They could. Uh, the Packers and Bills are both plus 750. Doesn't it feel like a Bills year? Man, I, you know what I've noticed? What I noticed is I thought, here, let me read a couple more to you and then I'll, I'll drop it. Okay, I'll drop take it. Let's chat. Yeah. After the, the Packers and Bills at 750, you have the Cardinals at plus 800, and then you have the Patriots and Cowboys at plus 1,000. Okay. Then you have the Ravens and Rams at plus 1,200, and then it's a, it's a crazy drop-off, and we'll talk about that in a second. I can't think of a time where the difference between the top team and what? The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and the ninth team, ninth biggest favorite – was only plus 700. I don't gamble like you this, do. This deep into the NFL season, like it's usually you got like maybe four teams that are kind of like between that plus 500 to plus like 800 range. I was going to ask, because usually you can bet the big one of the big five win or one of the big five don't win. Yeah, I don't think they have that yet. There's like, a is lot. That a- this is a weird year and there's so much parity. You can't tell me the Patriots at plus 1,000 are like anywhere near as big of a dog as like the Chiefs are at plus seven. You could see, you could easily see the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Patriots, Bucks, Super Bowl. Yeah, I could make it. Everybody wants to see. I could totally make an argument for any of these teams winning the Super Bowl. You could, you could paint a very clear picture of any of the Ravens. Huh? The Ravens aren't winning the Super Bowl. Keep grinding out. Maybe a couple more injuries to these other these other teams in front of them. I could see it. AFC's. I don't think the AFC's that strong, but I can't believe the Bengals aren't here. Well, and then after after that drop off of twelve of plus twelve hundred between the Ravens and the Rams, you go to the Bengals, the Titans, and the Chargers all at plus twenty eight hundred. Then you get the 49ers all the way down to four thousand, and then everyone else is five thousand or more. Your biggest dogs. There's four of them. You got the Texans, the Lions, the Jets, and the Jags are all plus 100,000. That's a dollar and it turns into a thousand bucks, but you're wasting your money at that point. Aren't the Lions like mathematically eliminated from the playoffs? Like they gotta be. There might be like some crazy thing that like takes like three ties or some shit, but like realistically, none of these teams makes it. But Matt, pick one. You got to put it on one of those teams. <clears throat> and I, I'm not going to pick the cow. I'm not going to homerism it. No, no, no. hundred dollars to pick one of the bottom four teams. Oh, the Texans, the Lions, the Jets, and the Jags. Super Bowl winners. Texans. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Texans. Maybe the Jags. No. Oh. Anyways. <sighs> If you, who's your who's your of the group? I mean, you're not picking the Broncos. They're not even listed. Well, I mean, they're in that plus five thousand range, right? But I mean, they're, they're not, not making it. No, they're not making the playoffs. No. Uh, 
Um, I really do like the Patriots, especially at plus a thousand. But I have money on I have money on the Packers. I did that preseason. I have money on the Cowboys. I have money on the Patriots. Um, I'm not gonna put money on the Chiefs. I just won't do it. Why? I just can't. Because you're a Broncos fan. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna root for him in any way, shape, or form. If I had to pick one, I think I'm picking the Bills. I don't, I don't think I don't, the Rams are gonna. I don't fault you for it. I just I like when I look at like plus like 750 to win the Super Bowl in a year like this year where it's like so much weird stuff is happening, it's just not worth it to me. I'd rather well, wait until the Super not worth Bowl it. happens and then like you know put a large one. bet on one side or the other. Like put a large bet on the dog in the Super Bowl money line. I would have won you money last year, wasn't weren't the weren't the Bucks the dog last year? Yeah, which was weird. Yeah, Tom Brady is a dog. I want to see. I want to see Tampa, New England. Like I want to see that. Oh, match. who doesn't? I want to. But <laughs> so, offensive rookie of the year is easily Mac Jones. Yes. Um. Easily, you shouldn't even be thinking. I'm just about thinking. This I'm just thinking. Let me think. I can't think. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is really, really good. Really, what's he done the last two weeks? Oh my god, I love how that's okay to have that. It's our. It's okay for you to say that. But when we talk about Zeke and how dog shit he is on average yards per rush, that uh, we poo poo that. He scores touchdowns. Oh, okay. Anyways, did you vote for the Pro Bowl yet? I have not. Are you going to? Yeah, it's fun. Why not? This Does is like it the really first matter? year I've done it in like five years. Does it matter? No. I it's one of the popularity cuts. They should not let people like fans like you and I vote on linemen. Why? Because all people do is they vote for whoever's at the top of the list or they vote for their favorite team. And that's not what it's about. Tell, Who'd you name, vote for for tell me the Tell me who the best lineman of the year is. Thank you. Um, I well, I want to say David Bottiari. Mm, really? Or Tyrone Smith, because mm. we see how bad the line is without Tyrone. So he's yeah. valuable. The one thing I like about this year, and I don't know if it's any different than last year because I didn't vote, but they have uh, they're not listing them off on like alphabetical or whatever. They put everybody on one page. Like you click quarterback, and then it lists all the quarterbacks, and then it lists like three statistical categories. The Pro Bowl doesn't uh, matter anymore. What? It doesn't matter if you're a pro bowler because people opt out and then new people get pro bowl credentials. And a lot of those guys have bonuses in their contract though, for pro bowl appearances, but it's dumb. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. That's why I always vote for like opposing teams. Like I vote for all the chiefs. I can't Tom Brady hasn't been in a pro bowl (laughs) in years because he either is in the super bowl or he opts out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's not a pro bowl quarterback, but he's been MVP. Like Mm -hmm. it's dumb. It is dumb, but what, what, we don't have anything else, Matt. We got to, you know, you got to have some oh. kind of way for the fans to vote, I guess. I don't know. Do you watch the challenges? No, no. You well, that's fun. The Pro Bowl is better than the Pro Bowl game. I would, I would much rather watch the Puppy Bowl than watch the fucking NFL players do challenges. That sounds fucking awful. You know what's 10 more times entertaining than that? What? The uh, the NBA uh, three point contest, NBA three point contest, or the slam dunk challenge for fuck's sake. How is it any different? It's it's just it's a lot better. I don't know why. It's way more entertaining. The the three point contest, the slam dunk contest. I'll give you that's pretty cool. The three point contest, the passing challenge, dumb. Don't hate on the passing challenge. The passing challenge was actually kind of fun. I would rather watch quarterbacks throw balls at moving targets. I watched it last uh, All-Star break. That was actually kind of fun. Shut up. You Uh, don't believe that. I think Sabonis took that one. I have no idea because I don't watch the NBA. Oh. What a miserable life you must leave. Because I don't watch the NBA? That's the best sport out there right now. That's a league. Stop it. NBA's trash. It's, it's not trash. When, it's it's when one of the best sports. Oh my 
sixty percent of the league makes the playoffs. Why does that you don't have to be over five hundred to win? Why does that make the sport worse? Because bad teams are getting the play. The playoffs should be something that only the elite teams are in. The best teams in the league are making it. No, the teams with the best record, and some of those records are below five hundred. Just put everybody in at that point. I wouldn't hate on it. The whole league gets in because then the regular season doesn't matter like it does now. See, the thing that's the best part about basketball, Matt, though, is like almost every team has like at least one big star. Really? Yes. Yes. One. Who's Utah's big star? Who's who? Utah. Utah has two of them. Uh, Rudy Gay and Spida. Spida Mitchell. Also have that's Con. not a real name. Stop it. Well, that's his. That's his nickname. Oh, okay. Uh, they have my. Who is okay? Jordan I got Clarkson. one. I got one. The Kings. Who? Who's the Kings? De'Aaron Fox. Rashard Holmes is 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 really fun to watch. Marvin Bagley. DeAndre Fox is the biggest name though. We need to start a, a basketball podcast where I sound like an idiot and you can tell me all these people. <laughs> DeAndre Fox is fun, man. You should if you give your if you gave yourself a chance to actually like invest in watching to it. It's 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 right. It's pretty. Who's cool. the worst like team it. in the NBA? What's that? Worst team in the NBA. There's a couple that are really really bad this year. The Pelicans. Pelicans are bad, but it's mostly because of just injuries. No Zion doesn't help. He's hurt. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't played anything. He hasn't played all season. Oh. Why are we doing this? And he's he's going to be gone for another couple months because he just ate a huge Thanksgiving dinner. So, <laughs> do another shoe out. <laughs> okay, I'll let you. I'll I'll stop. I'll stop. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that does it for the show, Matt. So, Antonio Brown out again. Yeah. Cryogenically yeah. froze his foot. He's just he's taking a break, getting ready for the playoffs. That's what they're doing there. We are sponsored. <laughs> we are brought to you by. DiceTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. We'll see you next week. We out. Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads. Visit us at our website, DynastyDads.com, for articles, news, and notes. Dynasty Dads gear and more.